0: Beards Watch Podcast Episode 300 Charlotte's number one podcast Recording in a basement We're back to break down The Princess and the Queen Season 1 Episode 6 Of uh, House of the Dragon We're going 3Y for Episode 300 Me, Jeeves, Cam Everybody else had work or had something pop up So we're going to keep, still keep it rolling But Jeeves man, how you doing?
1: We're doing good like we were talking about before the pod, works a little slow at the end of the month, but we're going gonna to make it through.
0: Nice, if you're nice. Looking
1: for me, if you're looking for me, it's Jeeves1988 on Instagram
0: and Twitter. All right, and Cam's back after a week hiatus. Cam, how you doing? You miss me. You miss me. You miss me. I feel it. Yes, absolutely. I <laughs> uh, Hope you're doing good. Uh, I'm doing good myself.
2: Definitely happy to be back. Congratulations on episode 300.
0: Yeah, man, it's crazy.
2: Three hundred. That's a milestone.
0: No doubt. No doubt.
2: Uh, if you guys want to find me, you can find me at All Out of Favors on both Twitter and
0: Instagram. All right, and for me, J-Roll Nation Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch on uh, the Beards Watch podcast on Facebook, and just the Beards Watch on Twitter and Instagram. Of course, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, anywhere you listen to your podcast. That's where we're we're going from, and then of course. Subscribe to our YouTube, They See Me Rolling, with our Panthers reaction videos, our YouTube House of the Dragon reaction videos, which are some of our best performance, so you know, we did it as on a whim, that's kind of started us to do the Panthers videos, and they hit off, so we kept doing it for every single episode, we'll, we'll go as long as, similar to the podcast, we'll keep doing it as long as we can get people over and, and to join, so we'll keep it right, Shoot. so subscribe to that, all that good stuff, but let's dive into the episode the longest running episode of this season, I think. 108 what, minutes or an hour, yeah, hour eight minutes. Uh, not 108 minutes, that's way over. An, uh, an hour and eight <laughs> minutes, I think. But starting off, I got to tell you, the the sound effects during the birth scene were A1. <laughs> they had, yeah. now, I've, I've been a part of two births of my son's, but both were C-sections. The first one, Jerri I did push a lot. I had the tune box cranked up. In that delivery room, so I didn't have to hear any of them kind of sound and here and there's kind of thing, but man, they gave me the Willie. I don't know sounds and noises. It just shh, hearing a baby come out of a vagina. who that had me shook there for a little bit. But
1: yeah, Jacob was Jacob was squirming, <laughs> trying to cover
0: his head. Yeah, hey, Jared was doing the same. But yeah, it was it was
1: weird to hear all them sounds and everything coming from there. I, I mean, opening scene, especially when it comes in dark.
0: Yes. <laughs> And, and mm-hmm. right off the bat, I mean, we we meet the new actress playing Rhaenyra, so, yep. I mean, meeting her right off the bat of, you know, a, a birth delivery scene was, was just, whew, alright, here we go. Cam, what about you?
2: Especially the way birth scenes have been going now. Uh, <laughs> hey, know. I
0: know, I didn't, I didn't even know we were going <laughs> to have two birth scenes. Yeah, I didn't know we were going to have two this episode, so the first one, let alone, was enough, the second one we could dive into later, but yeah.
2: But, uh, yeah, someone who has not been a part of any uh, in person birth so far in his life. uh is a little, uh, I know what I'm looking forward to now. I think I'm going to have to, uh, like you said, crank up some tunes, get a little future plane in there to distract
0: myself. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's one way to do it. And we immediately get to uh, one of the maids coming in and being like, the queen wants to see you or see the baby, because obviously we know she's looking for, the one, since she's married to a black guy, is the skin—you know—the skin, you know, skin going to be a little bit darker. And two, the white Ooh. hair as she jumps into later. But Rhaenyra has no part of you know just letting the baby go see her because she doesn't trust Allison whatsoever and what she's going to spew or what she's going to do. And you know, come to you know, let's think about it. Handing off babies, she's still probably even though she's got two already, a little hesitant to pass off a baby to somebody without her seeing it because. You know, her mom died in childbirth. One of her, um, all of her other siblings died in childbirth. Yeah. So she's probably a little wary of just, hey, here you go. Take this over. Let me rest because stuff can happen, as we know, in Game of Thrones and, and uh, in the Red Keep. But yeah,
2: should a maester happen to start holding your child? You never know it's, hey, it's you house. saw hey,
0: we saw there were <laughs> zero maesters in that delivery room. Now they learn. Yes. They learned to yes.
2: the past. <laughs>
0: keep, keep the maesters as far away from you as possible because something's gonna pop off you're gonna get some disease or somebody's gonna die or at least they're gonna spew your 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 uh your secrets something somebody else that's gonna pull that off to you but then we get you know the another new actor playing him again the casting's been fantastic but the wow. back and forth between rainier and Lenore i thought it was just again the acting altogether together too i i you feel like you're kind of there. There hasn't been any cheesiness in essence to me where it feels like they're overacting, like they're just, it seems like you're kind of there for me. But speaking of, quick
2: interjection, speaking of what really got me, uh, the afterbirth sound, Oh, yeah,
1: that got me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That or, was... or, or seeing them,
1: while she's holding the baby, cut the umbilical cord mm. with whatever they, whatever they had, they cut it, and I'm like, what? And she's still, he's still attached.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Was,
1: that, that whole scene was, was straight up wild.
0: Yeah, holding the baby and then cutting it while she's holding it means it's still attached to her. And then her just yeah. walking. I was expecting to see the blood follow her as she was going up the stairs. We got at the end of the scene. At the end of when, after they talked to Allison and everything. But, I mean, just the fact that. She's walking up the stairs literally after like minutes after pushing a baby through her vagina is absolutely yeah. unreal um, yeah. but to me shows her dedication and and care for her family that she's gonna make yeah. sure at all costs that like hey, I'm looking over these people like we're again I'm just not gonna let her someone else pass off and I'm gonna show my strength even though I'm you know physically very hard to do this right now,
2: yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna. She's checked in to still playing the game, mm-hmm. uh, the Game of Thrones, as they,
0: they like to call it. In yep the and I think it's interesting. The first time we see Rhaenyra acting with her child, which is obviously the birth scene, it's very loving. It's very endearing, right? Yeah. When we see Alicent, the first scene she acts with her child is after she breaks in on old buddy beating his meat out into the into the King's Landing, and she's immediately. Oh not even worried about him beating his meat <laughs> yeah. she just she's just she's just more worried about the pig prank that they pulled on her brother and more so trying to start spewing the family her family trauma and drama and make the kids hate each other which is where I think season two and season three is gonna be all the juicy dance of dragons battling between the kids but you know it explores that generational family hate kind of thing so Different juxtaposition on when we first see these, you know, in this scene, you know, parents with their kids. I know we've seen Allison with her kids a couple, you know, but that was other actress. But in this one in particular, she was just all business. Not very loving, it yeah. doesn't seem to be. That, that yep. seems to have all left her altogether.
2: Yeah,
0: between Jamie Lannister and uh, Aegon own game, game they is going to find a way to have some kids flying out of windows. I I mean, <laughs> something. George R.R. Martin must have been fascinated <laughs> with things falling out of windows when he was growing up, because he's always got somebody <laughs> falling out of windows. <laughs> um, but jumping back into that scene, I mean, i got to say, Viserys really – Cheeks brought it up last week how he just really doesn't want to have any drama. He don't want no part of trying to guess – Okay, I don't care if it's still light skin. I don't care if it doesn't have white hair. Hey, look, this baby's got your nose pops. Like he just, he just gonna it's take her word. <laughs> he just yeah. gonna take their word for it and just keep it moving. Cause I don't want any smoke. I just, it's cool. She's having kids. What's the problem here? And everyone else is just like trying to beat around the bush. Like, hey, it's cool. It's cool, kind bro. of thing.
2: Hey, bro, that baby not black. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Straight uh, up, baby like, hey, not black. <laughs> Yeah. None of these
0: kids are. None of them are, and obviously the white hair. And I know I had sent that to you, Cam. Uh, all the book readers out there were saying, I guess, what, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, Valerian's ma- or mom, so Lenor's mom, in the books has black hair because her mother's a Baratheon. Or brown yeah, hair. Uh, Raines. Raines. yeah. She yes. actually has brown hair, but... To make it, I guess, just more differential in the show, they gave her the white hair and then, obviously, she married uh, you know, black dad, black kids, all that kind of stuff. So, that is kind of uh, on top of it and, and then leads to when uh, Viserys is kind of battling back and forth and Allison about, oh, you know she's having all these kids and he just does his little horse thing about, you know, I let my hair, my mare out and it got, you know, I guess assaulted or Ooh. mated with another one kind of thing. But, I just respect his... I don't give a fuck. I don't even want to bring it up because it's. Dr- He's always been trying to just stay away from some of the drama. Though he did start it by choosing Allison over um, Lena. Lena, yeah, uh, yeah. Is, what is it? Is it Lena? Yeah. Yeah, over her, but you know that's that's beyond the point now that we're down the road. So. Yeah, but how? I think I'm
1: good, but how? I, I, my question is. is how predominant would that white hair have been if it was the black guy's baby, you know?
0: Well, I guess that's the thing is they both have white hair. Yeah.
2: but yeah. like, yeah. Somewhere in there should be like,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't even like, it's also like, they all came out with like the, the other kids, they all have like, the, curler, like yes. the curls to their hair too. Like nothing's locked up, it's crazy over there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it would. Yeah, I know it's a fair question, geez. But like, I guess that's the thing is, and you know, in, in that season one of Game of Thrones, we mentioned it before when you know Ned Stark finally realizes that uh, Baratheon's kids are all Lannister kids from Jamie because of the same thing of hair. Genetics work in a weird way, and they can work a different way here and there. But the white yeah. hair should have been all a, a, a dead giveaway. But oh look, I didn't even know Rebecca was going to jump in and join. She said she couldn't make it. Oh, you're muted. You're muted. Can you hear
3: me now?
0: Yeah, we got you.
3: Hey. hey. Oh, Sorry, I had, a, I had a weird errand that I thought was going to take long, and then I just ended up driving
0: home, so... Oh, no worries. Well, we were just talking. We got to the scene of how, uh, what, King Viserys was just ha- didn't really care that the baby looked nothing like the dad wasn't black, didn't have white hair, nothing, and he just was just ready to ignore everything and just accept for what it was and how Allison, you know, even at the very end with that slight dig, keep trying, Lenore. maybe one day you'll get a kid that looks like you. I mean, <laughs> she throws the jabs in. I, I'm interested to see how she her her character art goes and how she dies, but she's just become just v- more vicious throughout these years since this time jump. She's got
2: some bars for her. I like it.
0: That's true. It wouldn't be Game of Thrones without just throwing these bars here and there, but Yeah. What about you, Rebecca? Yep. What are your thoughts?
3: Um, uh, she definitely has a lot of uh confidence now. She just says whatever she wants. I will say that I don't know, just from the beginning, like she's just very salty, um, about the whole thing and I don't know, I just don't really like her attitude, I guess. Um I don't know, I guess as the episode progresses and we get more information about like her kids and kind of what their vibes are, it really just seems like she's manipulating the situation just like her dad manipulated her, and so it's just kind of funny to see that progression of how she didn't like her situation, but she's now almost doing the same thing and trying to stir up everything with her own kids. So, yep. So just some of that generational family stuff you're starting to Certain
0: to see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the whole... She's spewing the hate, and I think that's the great scene when, even though she we, we touched on it just a tad bit before we dive into it, I don't know how much more we dive into my man beating off in the window, but you know, we, we, we tap... You know, she's spewing the hate as he's just sitting there like, what do you what are we worried about? We all get along, we, we fool around as cousins and half cousins or whatever they may be, but like, why do we have to hate each other? And she's like telling you, like, is gonna kill you when Nothing Rainier has done has, you know, you know, portrayed <laughs> or indicated that she's going to kill these people. Like yeah. she honestly even pitches later on. Let's let's marry the two families, all this, that, and the third. It just seems, like you said, Allison's got some childhood hate built up, family trauma, drama that just seems to, I think, like you said, is gonna lead to this whole Dance with Dragons battle between families where she's creating the hate. You know, no one's born with hate, but she's creating that hate for each other over nothing at all. And that's where we're going to get it from, so. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, I'd be interested to see how everything would have played out if she would have just let it go. You know, like, it went with the plan and, like, this whole narrative of, like, they're going to challenge your kids and they're going to die when, you know, her kid is even, like, yeah, I don't want it. Like,
2: it's
0: fine. Yeah. And, yeah. and so she's like, creating wanna... a problem that's not there. Yep. Yeah. Like, yes, that's <laughs> it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, to, to jump back a little bit, but we, we get, after they're done, they walk down the hall. She's got the blood trail, and then we finally see the baby's real father, biological father. Oh, Harwin Strong. Again, didn't realize there were going to be so many deaths and birth scenes and deaths all in this episode. Caught me. Completely off guard there, but, I mean, just a good, wholesome scene of them, you know, kind of chatting. You can see that's Rhaenyra's safe space, you know. For jumping 10 years, last we saw he saved her from the the wedding night brawl kind of thing. We don't know, you know, what happened. We obviously know a little bit of what happened in those, you know, 10 years. A lot of sexual going on there, you know, all that good stuff. But it seems to be the only thing that, you know, it's holding her there and keeping her mellow and kind of making sure she's not kind of fighting back and, you know, everything because she's got him there to keep her level-headed. And it's kind of cool to see that banter. And she seems genuinely happy, even though it's still somewhat of a lie, and Lenore kind of gets it, and they all just play along because no one wants to get their heads chopped off or exiled, I guess.
1: All right.
3: Yeah, I think no she's almost in, like, a bubble. Like, yeah. she, she's getting what she wants. She has her kids, and so... But then she doesn't realize, I guess, how big of a mess she's gotten herself into. And the moment she does, that's when you see her start to panic. Because all these 10 years, everyone's blissfully, you know, just aware but not aware. She gets to have her cake and eat it too. No indication that she's going to have to, like, make a decision and then boom. All of a sudden, everything starts crumbling down and she just panics.
0: Yep. Cam, what you got? It's also
3: cool to see, like, Harwood Strong just, like, I thought they did a good job of
2: setting the scene up of you can tell like by the way that he's like looking at all of the kids and her and the newborn baby like oh okay like that's your kid but um kind of like the it was kind of they framed it as though like him looking at them that way was like more of a slip up than like a uh just like an immediate like reaction like ah this is my kid like oh yeah would you mind if I just held the newborn baby like nah you want to hold the baby my (laughs) boy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> which which is interesting because you say that because in that scene, I can see it. It's also, as everyone moves in that castle, they know there's secret places and they know there's people listening. And in that moment, like you said, he's just trying to act like if someone's kind of popped in, it would just be like, a, oh, he stopped by. But then also to Rebecca's point, everyone's kind of just kind of turning the blind eye. Like, hey, I don't want to start no drama. Like, it's cool. If Laenor's, if the baby, if the father's cool with it, well, you know, again, it's not my drama. Like, let me just turn my head. I don't, I'm not in the bedroom. I'm not having a dealio, so it's cool. It's cool. And then I think it finally, you know, heeds to an edge when we get to that fight scene. But before we get to that fight scene, I think the next one, the dragon pit. We hadn't seen the inside of the dragon pit ever, really. We saw it when it was all tore down in Game of Thrones. But that next scene, I mean, just cool to see all the kids there who are going to be major players in seasons come and, and major fights and battles and deaths and all that kind of stuff but then seeing a, a dragon you know we've only seen a couple dragons and then seeing another dragon kind of like Daenerys had hers at that size as she was growing them and just you know teenagers and cousins being cousins just hanging out while also learning you know how to kind of handle a dragon yeah
2: Homeboy was way too high to say cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was so high. He was like, "Please,
0: guys!" He was <laughs> he was he was so high, was so old was old. So hyped, yeah, but it, you could just see that, like, you know, it's like that little, it's like a kid getting a new bicycle or the new toy in front of everybody, and you finally get to ride that dirt bike or whatever it may be that all your friends are around to do. And obviously, uh, Amon or Agon's had his dragon, Sunfire, and he's been using that one. The other kid doesn't have one yet; it hasn't hatched or he hasn't gotten an egg. But he's got one attached and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of like, it was just a cool moment to see them all so innocently, hey, look, let's share this moment. And then they play, you know, the prank on my mans and... Yeah, that was a dirty prank right there. <laughs> uh, I know. Did him
2: dirt. Yes. Yeah, they
0: did. And, and I com-
3: think it just goes to show, like, how much of, like, they don't understand, like, the power of being able to handle and like because it's like haha I'm gonna say this I'm gonna make him throw fire like it's all fun and games and it's like no you need to be serious and like bond with it and listen to you and then haha we're gonna dress a pig as a dragon like no it's serious like if you don't have one that comes with like title and responsibility like why don't you have one it's just very just how they really don't see the importance or the magnitude of either having one or not having
0: one I think that's a great point because the dragon i guess tamer his face is all tore up right so he's been obviously in that pit dealing handling dragons for a long time so i think that's an excellent point of showing the difference between a an older person who's been around him for years but their kids like i said a kid getting a dirt bike not or even a bicycle not realizing you got to put your helmet on it still you can get hit by cars you got to do all oh. this so same thing i think that's a great point rebecca where how they're just still playfully kids and not realizing this thing can kill you like it can kill yeah. anybody is so, that's a very, and then they're just, and then just playing a harmless prank, which obviously my man takes it very serious because, of course you want a dragon. Everybody else, your cousin got one, your brother got one, and you're still sitting there waiting. Yeah. And he gets the old pig, pig, whatever they call it, Sunfire Pig or whatever the name of the, the old dragon. they, they call
2: it the, uh, the pink, uh, the pink something, I can't remember. What it was. Yeah. It was like a playoff one of the other guys. Yes. Uh, but I thought they, it was a uh, really cool theme, Uh especially to uh, one of the points they get to later in the episode, which kind of also brought the the point of having a dragon full circle. And it's cool to see, like, not only in their family, but also in the uh, other uh, Valerian uh, children as well. I'm sure we get there. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then, uh, so, did I never looked it up, but whose dragon was that that he go down into the pit and see? Uh, I didn't look that up
2: either. Didn't look okay. it up? Okay. I'm scared to look anything up, because, like, I don't want to look too much up. Oh, yeah.
0: The spo- <laughs> yeah. the spoilers are out there, I mean, because the book's been, you know, obviously this is off the book, so. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was interesting to just see it all in, in another place we had, we'd visited, but not really visited, because it's torn down in Game of Thrones, but... Again, I'm just liking all these new characters and seeing how it gets set up to all these people that are going to be fighting here. Come at the end of this season slash next season, however long they're going to keep it going. Uh, but then even the next scene, we finally see another new Targaryen, Helena, which is Alicent's only daughter, and she seems to be an oddball. You know, she's got the she's got the, the bugs, she's got bugs. the rodents. Now, did y'all catch the things she was saying as stuff was happening? So there's, there's one where she's talking about, um, the last ring. Oh, she's talking about that millipede, and she says the last ring will have no legs. And some people are relating that to Bran, as in like the last king will have no legs at the very end. And then she says when she says it happens again when obviously this is Amond going down there, and he's done it again, you know, I guess he's done it multiple times, Look, trying to look at the dragons, and then they're kind of scaring the shit out of him. She says uh, he'll have to close an eye to get his dragon. And if you've seen any small spoilers of the actor that's going to play him in a couple, when their next time jump in a couple episodes, he's got an eye patch. So at some point, to get a dragon, he has to lose an eye. So she's kind of got some, like, fortune teller futuristic oh, wow. vibes uh, going on with her she's okay. just an interesting one and i think just with her vibes, she's going to kind of get pushed around a lot in this series as we go along
2: so she inherited like the uh the vision side that they were kind of playing into in the first couple of episodes versus uh the uh, dragon writer side
0: yes uh, yeah i think she's more of yeah, like exactly what you said when, yeah, Viserys talks about how, oh, so-and-so Aegon the Conqueror saw this and the Song of Ice and Fire and all that kind of stuff, I think she could be a major part in some of these things. But she sees it, you know, kind of sees some things happening and knows some of the future. And, I'm again, just interesting to see how we haven't seen this many Targaryens before, right? Like, yeah, we talked about in Game of Thrones, we only saw two. And then at the end, we find out Jon Snow's half and half, that's three. So then you're just like, oh, what? So seeing them all together and just hearing about all their lore of how it's all going to happen, to me, it just got me, you know, interest peaked.
3: And she (laughs) does have a different vibe, for sure. Um, She's definitely more calm. She didn't give the warrior kind of vibe or attitude or appearance. So that makes sense. And I figured what she was saying was something, but like you mentioned, I don't have some of that back. So that's interesting to to hear.
0: Yeah, it was, I, I knew... Something like that was happening. I was listening for it. And then when I heard her say, you know, he'll have to close an eye, I put two and two together of seeing the. There's another actress that's going to play an older Aemond, and he's got an eye patch on. So uh, I I think. I'm not. I think he's going to, in that coming up scene where it says someone's still in Vagar, I think he's going to try and take Vagar, and that may be how he loses his eye. That's solely a guess. I have not spoiled it myself, but that's just kind of putting some puzzle pieces together. (laughs) With that dragon now being dragon riderless again, but we'll just see how it all unfolds on that one. But that poor dragon has been through so much, he has been through a lot, a lot. And then we've got uh, what's her name, Allison Viserys again, as we touched on. She's trying to just tell him, Hey, why don't we get rid of Rainier? She's been out here cheating. She's had three kids with a not, you know, another man, not her husband, all this stuff, and he's just like, "Look, I'm trying to build my little Lego castle, stone castle. Why, why do you, why you keep trying to mess with me? Like, can we just let it be and let it lie and let the kids be kids? Because she's talking about they play another prank again, and also blaming it on, you know, everybody. You know, she's blaming it on the other kids and not saying her kids had any fault in this prank." When like, yeah. are you sure it wasn't our oldest kid who probably like led this whole thing because he's a little weirdo beating his meat out the window kind of thing? So Girl, I mean, I just oh. think
3: it's funny that she's not not taking any accountability. Like she's very much like Renara's, you know, not being loyal or virtuous, and you know she's being bad but she has her own secret. She like she is not talking about Sir Christine Cole and what he did so she can do what she wants but when Lanira does it she, she's the bad guy so I think that she's just not having any accountability for that.
2: Also um, quick thing that I forgot uh, did we all notice that he only has a half an arm
0: now? Yeah. Yeah. I did see that. Whoa. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Oh, we were talking about him, but yeah, I thought uh, it's interesting to see how far uh, said disease or whatever's going on with that spread to the point where we're like, nah, we're taking like half of your arm at this point. Like next episode you might just be at the shoulder.
0: Yeah, that's
3: he looks true. Terrible. Like terrible. terrible.
0: Bad, bad. But he looks terrible, but like I thought he looked a lot worse with a ten year jump. So, you know, I, I I am interested to see how n- nasty he's going to look by Episode 9, Episode 10. I don't think he's making it through this season. I think that's going to be the big turning point of he's going to finally name Aegon heir, and that's what kicks this whole, you know, big family war off. And then, you know, once he's gone, there's nobody left to, to like, have Rainier aside. It's going to be everybody versus Rainier and all that kind of stuff. So... Yeah, I mean, and then also Kristen Cole still holding a grudge after one booty call years later is just a (laughs) wild move, man. Like, that dude has got – that's – again, if you talk about people letting things go, he's got to let it go.
2: He almost went full
0: Sean Kingston
3: over this situation. I just don't know what to think about it. Yeah. Uh, Austin made a comment. he, He said something. I guess he read it somewhere. Like, he's so upset about it, he's setting up for a child to get beat up by an adult. Yep. Like, he's so salty about it. Yep. He, he wants yeah. to see that. I'm like, dang! Like, get both of them. They just have to get over it and yeah. move on. They're causing all these problems.
0: Yes, yes, and then yeah. I mean, it's just wild. And then we we kind of touched on it—the scene where Allison walks in on old man's over the kingdom, same window as Tom and I think you know dove out of after his wife died in Game of Thrones, but. Overall, it is just, I know Rebecca touched on it, just wild to see how little he cares. I mean, he was in the middle of pleasuring himself, so I'm sure his brain still is all over the place. But she is, like, trying to drill into him that, hey, these people hate you, they want to kill you, when we've seen none of that. Like, nobody else has really talked about it, but she is just spewing this... It's you. She's going to come kill you, and I guess after a while, someone tells you over and over and over again, this person's going to kill you. You're eventually going to believe it, and things are going to get set in motion to where you're going to have to retaliate or act, but he just seems like a kid that just kind of wants to enjoy being a kid at the, you know, early teens life, and just wants to like learn his dragon, do a little sword fighting, and keep it moving, but she just has it in her to say, hey, no, everybody's against you. They're coming to kill you and take everything you own kind of stuff. Which
3: again is just that parallel from her dad. Like he did this, he didn't care, she didn't want it. He tells her, she snaps, and now she's like that. And so it's just, I don't know, it's just a lot going on there
2: with her. A lot of Cersei and Joffrey too. There was a lot of times where Cersei would come up to Joffrey and uh, try to impart some wisdom on him, and obviously he didn't really want to care. He's like, Nah, I'd rather go like shoot birds for fun or something like that. But uh, yeah, I thought it was an interesting parallel.
0: 200. Yeah, definitely, definitely is. Um, and then we get, you know, Vagar riding with uh, Lena, and then Damon, a little Damon update. You know, they're out there just putting on a show, kind of living free, not worrying about the politics, not worrying about anything, just kind of like, yeah, putting on an aerial show of Riding Dragons where people are amazed... You know, amazed by it, and don't have to worry anything. So, just a cool overall. Interesting. I mean, a good. One. Anytime they throw the dragons on the screen, it was cool. But then we finally saw a new one bust out. Who, like as Cam said earlier, has been around forever. I mean, his Damon's mom is the one who rode that dragon initially.
2: I believe so.
0: Yeah. So Damon yeah. and his, and Viserys' mom is the one who wrote it, and then she. Went away after the mom died, and has kind of just been living free. So it'd been cool to see a side quest of how Lena, just you know, got got and that dragon. And the had, hand, you know, went cool. out went out there and got it. But I guess we only have so much time to show that stuff. So,
1: what book was he teaching the other daughter when they when they when the wife came in?
0: It was uh, it, I think it was Valyrian, right, Cam?
2: uh correct it
0: kind of played into uh the theme we were talking about
2: earlier uh i thought it was interesting how he was selectively picking the one i believe she's the one that has the dragon yeah mm-hmm. and so he's like taking the time to actually teach her like oh here's our like values here's our traditions when then as you know a little uh a little bit later in the episode see the other girl trying to like Hatchers by the fire. Which, it just goes to show how like important actually having the dragon is to who
0: they are as people. Gotcha. Yeah, and I, interesting too to see how again you can see she wants more. He acts like he doesn't want more, but it you can tell it all in essence that he does eventually want to go back and be with his other family members. But he's just entertaining it. He's away. He's just living his little free life. But near the end of it all of this whole thing is when he talks about the wine not as strong and all that you can see he's restless and even the wife brings up a the point like if you really wanted to be here you'd be out in the town exploring everything but you've just stayed in the little castle all this time so yeah. it was just again i think it's the calmest we've almost seen damon all, all season you know usually he's scheming something up when here he's just kind of like hey maybe we'll hear him out and they, you know, they think they got to marry one of their daughters off. And he's like, "No, no, no, no! I just want you here to protect us with our dragons and rule the land and all that kind of stuff." So,
3: I'm sure it's nice for him to be in a place where he's not hated. Because at yeah. the, you know, at the end of the day, he can be bad and tough and not care. But you know, I'm sure at some point, he's like, well, dang, "What am I gonna do?" He goes to this place where they don't really expect a lot from him they know he's kind of powerful he's probably just enjoying it again not to his level he's obviously not content but a nice little break and then he's gonna be dragged back into all that drama as we can kind of see towards the end so you know might as well take take the rest so you can get it yeah and like you were saying
2: relatively easy task like hey use your dragons to like just prevent violence
3: like <laughs> it's pretty easy yeah
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know the wife gives the pushback she wants to go raise the kid you know she doesn't we don't need to be here all that kind of stuff so did anybody think that the birthing scene with her was going to come up this episode oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> when i look when i look back on it we should have known it cuz i felt like almost every scene she was in she was always kind of like grabbing her stomach in a certain way like feeling it and, of course, I know pregnant women do that because the baby's moving around. But it was almost like to show us, like, oh something may be happening here. Obviously, something's happening. She's growing, growing a baby and stuff. But to kind of more, if, you know, draw your attention like, hey, why she keep touching it? Why she keep grimacing? All that kind of stuff and focusing on it. Uh, but I did not expect completely surprised by, you know, an identical scene to episode one where his brother has the same... Dilemma and decides to go forth with it, where he's just kind of like st- stuck with. Well, damn, I don't know what we're gonna do. And she kind of, as she alluded earlier, I want to die a Dragon Rider's death, and so she was gonna go out on her terms and just a wild scene altogether. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. I definitely thought there's gonna be more time because of the comment she made. Like, I want my you know this child to be born here, you know, so. I thought it was going to be
2: soon, but the way they just, like, sped through that definitely caught yeah off guard, so. For sure. And it was interesting to see kind of the relationship between her and the dragon, because, like you said, uh, we were talking about earlier, you know, there is a 10-year gap here, and at some point, she went to go find the dragon or the dragon found her, they formed some sort of bond, but, uh, it was just, like, interesting to see how the dragon, obviously, they're supposed like, but throughout, like, all of the science fiction, like, dragons are always super smart. And again, like, recognizes, like, all right, cool, like, I see what's going on here, clearly you're in some sort of, like, trouble, and, like, I'm the one that's going to have to solve it, but, like, yo, I've done this so many times. Like, I'm really not trying
0: to do this right now. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was, it was like he kind of woke up and was like, wait, you want me to do what? And then kind of, like, looked at her and was like, wait, you're telling me? And I thought it was also a nod to the earlier Dragon Pit scene, where the uh, the trainer or the whatever you call it tells Renera's son like it'll it'll listen to certain people, but at one point once it bonds with you, it only listens to you. Yeah, so obviously it bonded to her enough to where it was like, all right, if you're saying this, I guess this is what you want, and gave her what Whoa. she requested, kind of thing. So yeah, definitely a yeah. wild wild part on that. I didn't see again. Didn't see her taking the L and the baby taking the L. After we started the episode with a baby coming in and being good and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, Yeah, as cool as she
2: was, I couldn't
0: have handled another C section scene, guys. I I don't know if I could have done it. So, I I was reading something up and it was saying that in the book, she actually gives birth, but it's like a, it comes out all disfigured and dismembered, and she gets sick. And then she dies like a couple of days later. Rainier, and supposedly Rainier and her are really close in the books. And like she comes down and stays with her and all that kind of stuff. So it was interesting if you watched that after episode how they kind of, obviously they didn't want to do a C-section birth again, but they wanted to give the same dilemma and see a different route really? and just show the bond as Cam brought up, the bond that the dragon and her have. So yeah, I thought it was, and we hadn't seen a necessarily death like that. Now I didn't know if anybody else, you know, from season one, or season two, I think was it was it season one when Daenerys finally got her dragons? Yeah, at the end of season one, right?
2: Yeah, the last one So
0: can did you know like Targaryens aren't all fireproof, right? Um,
2: I just assumed they were. Uh, but I did not know that. So
0: we when we said that in our reaction video, again we've got our, our a good group of people that like to comment anytime we say something in a reaction video, and someone who's die hard as and has read the book, said to us, like, hey, just letting you know, Targaryens are not all fireproof. That was just a mixture of Daenerys and that spell that she had cast from that witch or whatever is how she mm-hmm. was able to survive that fire. Gotcha. And then they kind of... And I guess
2: one of the reasons I kind of thought that, because, you know, in the, the scene of her and Damon riding together, yeah, or uh, Elena and Damon ride together. She kind of like has her dragon, uh, like they spit out the fireball. Damon flies through it, and that's like where my mind kind of attributed that too. That like, oh, okay, he just flew through that line, like nothing yeah. happened. And of course, the dragon did because all the dragons themselves were. But
0: yeah. yeah, that's interesting. And they said, I guess she sh- the, the magic spell should have worn off, and then they guessed in the in the TV series they just kept her fireproof the whole time because then later on a couple seasons later when she burns that whole council down or whatever so you know either way and again maybe they kept it in for that scene exclusively but obviously she wasn't and maybe it's just a certain targaryen blood or whatever it may be because i guess in the doom that's when everything lit on fire and died so they couldn't necessarily all be fireproof or whatever so just a tidbit that i learned from our minions that watch our our reaction videos, so
1: YouTube helped
0: us out here a little bit on that, but to dot, absolutely, and then we get to the uh, scene of, as Rebecca alluded to, all the kids training, and then just Kristen Cole just, again, just asserts himself, unnecess- well, not necessarily, just tries to instigate and start More fires, pun intended, and get Harwin Strong's juices going.
3: I just kind of wonder what was it about this last baby, I guess, because it's like the third one. Because they've been doing this for, you know, 10 years or whatever, but there was just something triggering for everyone involved to be like, dang, again, that all of a sudden, after 10 years, they decide that this is the moment where (laughs) we need to really start the pot. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah it is uh, it is interesting. I, it was all together, I think, that obviously Kristen Cole was looking, you know, from the conversation he had with Allison earlier in the episode, where he's still so salty and she's salty, it seemed like he, this was the time where he could, and since Harwin Strong was looking along, and then he looks up and sees, okay, there's Strong's pops, and then there's the king. Let's see if we can get something going here. And with Strong kind of being that, like, watchful father just to see it and kind of cheer his kids on and give them some helpful tips. I mean, because he starts off just saying, like, hey, boys, you know, keep your swords up during fight and you never know when someone's going to get you kind of thing. To then, like, kind of, like you said, at some point he had to, should have maybe bit his tongue and not said anything unless it got, like, over the line. But Cole kind of saw an opportunity and said, okay, let's see, this man's got a temper. Let's see if I can push him over the limit to finally come out and say, you know, prove to everybody out here that, hey, maybe this guy's got a little something going on, and these are his kids kind of thing, because obviously the rumors are swirling. i
2: telling you, bro, none of her side dudes can keep it down. None <laughs> of them can keep it
0: down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's hard to keep it down when you're just a strong dude. I mean, I... You know, and then seeing your kid getting, you know, just the shit kicked out of them, and then at first...
2: around. Yeah,
0: and that first one, you know, the first one wasn't too bad, and he was able to come back to it, and then with Kristen Cole basically telling him, hey, you know, almost like a a Mortal Kombat finish him, and it was like, yo, yeah. man, like, what what's yeah. going on here, so. <laughs> no, he definitely set him up, for sure. Yeah.
3: Again, all of that, like, they're kids. He really just set up this kid to, like, that Mortal Kombat final, like, <laughs> he just hit it yeah. over. I have nothing, like, they don't know, like, they're, so I don't know. It's an interesting way he is expressing his emotions in all of these episodes of <laughs> just kind of acting
0: on impulses, I think. Yeah, I mean, I guess he knew where to hit. And again, a, yeah. a, a guy with three kids and maybe Kristen Cole seeing something that he didn't he can't ever have now. Right. Like he's sworn to chastity, the one chick get, he had a shot with. He could have been that guy, but he got all butthurt about it. And now he's like, okay, well, let's keep, you know, don't let him get up. And then has him grab the prince. And then he says the one last thing and then gets the shit kicked out of him. But he wasn't there to fight. He was just there to instigate and see what was going to happen. You know what I mean? And even the king's up there loving it, still kind of ignoring it. Even after all that, the king, a couple scenes later, is like, oh, no harm, no foul. Like, he just beat the shit out of him. And, you know, he got expelled from the Knights or the what, the king's guard or Night's Watch or whatever it may be. Not the knights' Watch, but... <laughs> The uh, City Watch, everything's good. Like, King still doesn't want to admit at all that (laughs) there were somebody else's kids other than Lainor, because he doesn't want any drama to expel anybody, to kill nobody, or nothing.
3: So where does the... So, Renera's husband, I forget what his his name is. So, she, you know, makes a comment, like, you've got to sleep around with all these guys. Is it not easy for them to attack that way and bring all the guys that he's been with, like, to shed light on the situation, too? Like, why are they attacking just her? Like, is it more of a big deal for her versus if they can prove that he's been sleeping around with all these guys, that clearly it's a connection that, you know, they're not intimate together. So I just kind of wondered that as well.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Cam, go ahead.
2: I was going to say the same thing. Uh, that's a pretty good point, especially, and I guess... It's kind of, sometimes I have to, like, take myself out of, like, my Game of Thrones mindset because, like, that was the attack point in Game of Thrones. Like, nah, like, she's going to do forward. And it's, like, right there on display. But I kind of feel the way uh, she mentioned it, that, like, everybody else kind of knows, too. Like, if they know, like, everyone knows, like, the kids aren't kids. And um, I'm just assuming that everyone else knows that, like, that's not his forte either. And, again, like you said, why is that not the point of attack? Which seems way easier than trying to prove, like, the parentage
3: of uh, the three boys. Yeah. And I just feel like he its it shows that he gets drunk and he just kind of says whatever. <laughs> so, in my, mind, in my mind, he's probably got drunk with one of these guys. And it's like, yeah, this is actually the father. He's probably told, like, all these people. And I feel like that
0: would just be an easier way to, to go about it. But anyway, that's just my outside. I, I guess because my, my counter would be, I guess because he's not necessarily the heir to the Iron Throne, right? And yeah. he seems like a pretty nice guy. His lover got beat the shit out of at his wedding night. So maybe everyone's like, doesn't want to kind of oh. necessarily say anything about it because who knows what's going to pop off there. But that does seem to be the easier route. But Allison's still mad that. Rhaenyra got to go around and cat around while she got stuck with old man Viserys, you know, arm and fingers falling off. <laughs> yeah. So let's go after, let's go after Rhaenyra. But yeah. yeah, I mean that that would seem to be like the easier route. But I, I guess they just want to tear down Rhaenyra in the process, and that's more satisfaction for Allison in her eyes. But yeah, you would think they could find another way besides like proving that this, you know. Uh, Sir Strong is the one that's the baby daddy. And then I love also how much they've shown the back alley doors. You know, Rainier goes in the back alley, escapes, and then she goes through another one of those back alley doors to listen to the conversation Strong has with his pops. And it's, and it's, yep. it's funny, again, no one ever really directly says anything because they're scared that someone's going to overhear and when the pops is like, don't play stupid with me, boy. Like, you know that that's your... And he like stops before he says, sons... Before he says what you've been doing with Rhaenyra, he said, hey, all yeah. that he, he says, princess. In case someone hears, it's like, no, no, I was talking about some other princess somewhere else. And yeah. it is, you know, you never really know who's truly listening, but you can see the dilemma there, where it's finally like, again, for ten years, you know, you've kind of gotten away with it, people are turning a blind eye, but at some point, like you said, now the features are more out there. As can brought, it's brown curly hair, looks just like man's. Nowhere near Lainor at all, like at all. Man. So so now it's really like you said. <laughs> now it's really the rumors are starting to crank up. When they're little, like you can get away with it. Like oh no, their skin's gonna change, their hair may change. Da 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 da. Once they get older, and then he's definitely hanging around. And then the the ass whipping in the yard. On top of they probably oh wait, why is the the head of the king's guard or um city guard, city watch coming into Rhaenyra's room every third Thursday of the month or some cool. shit like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, and by the end of it, she kind of hints that the rumors are, are ramping up and people are starting to go, okay, this is getting a little silly, but again, people don't want to say anything. Cause as the Kings point out, that's treason. Like you just can't start throwing around allegations unless you've like seen them caught in the act or seen something happen or catch somebody saying something or whatever because all of a sudden, you know, snowball. And the king just doesn't want the smoke. He just keeps ignoring every little bit of it. Like, nah, nah, nah. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So, but, yeah. And, and, then, and then after that, you get to the scene of, like you brought up Rebecca. Her going through her, you know, post-labor pains. He comes back drunk with his new sweet thing. Or just boy toy or whatever you want to call it. And I thought it was just a great dialogue back and forth. With him already ready to go back to battle. Because of the few scenes we've seen him here, he was battling at the Stepstones, and she finally has to drop the hammer like, nah, I'm ordering you to stay here. And he's like, damn, I can't do shit about that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'll take back my statement from earlier. The side dude and the main dude can't keep it low. Like, why <laughs> are you bringing
1: why are you bringing him up to the castle? That's
2: but true. That's what, no yeah. The deal.
1: yeah.
3: That's what I'm saying. Like, he's not like, in this moment, he's clearly showing that, he's probably done worse or like flaunts it or something like at some point. And so I don't know, it's just a very interesting dynamic that is going on there. I thought it was funny that she did kind of like put her foot down. She's like, I said, no, we're yeah. moving on. He was like, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and they, it's interesting. They keep touching on the triarchy. There's like, there's something that's going to pop off here. You know, it was at the beginning of this season he brings it up, there's, you know, it's still unrest, it's kind of been unguarded for 10 years, so people have kind of crept back into it, they've started taxing people more, he said he's found, you know, the rubies the size, or emeralds the size of walnuts, so something's going to pop off and Dragonstone's closer to it, uh, when we when they finally go back there at the end of this episode, it's, you know, how is this going to play, you know, whose side are they going to be on, are they going to, you know, flip sides, or however it's going to be, so something else is deeper there, but it was an interesting Conversation to see them have it, but yeah, him bringing that dude up, it is interesting that no one's. But again, I guess no one really just wants to. If you say anything to the royal family, they could just have you killed, no matter if you're speaking truth or you're speaking lies. So if yeah. you want, if you value your life, it ain't my yeah. business. I'm Shut just up. gonna, I'm just gonna keep it moving and let them, yep. let them figure out their family stuff and hope it doesn't affect me.
3: True, true, true. That's Dynamics going on at work.
0: Yeah. And it, it also kind of shows that he has been out finagling. Like, she made the comment earlier in the episode about, oh, now you're showing interest in our family. When he when he gets to name the baby, you know, and she's like, damn, you got to, like, at least consult with me. And the baby's named after his ex-lover. They got his head beat in. But he's like, you know, she says, oh, now you're interested in this. And then she even kind of brings there for, yeah, for 10 years you've been going around, and she made the swallowing joke, too. She said, guzzling the wine, and God knows what else. And I was like, God, <laughs> damn. Oh, I was like, holy moly. And she's like, I don't, you know, and then, I don't begrudge you. You got the, all the finest horses, all that kind of stuff. She's like, that's the deal we made, but when I need you standing here, they're coming after your family, your, your sons, your everything. It's time for you, like, I can't have you leave, because if you leave, then I'm kind of standing out here on an island or a, a broken off iceberg here, and it's not going to end well for me. So, yep. you know, just the overall good. Finally, people are talking and communicating.
2: Yeah. Like it seems yeah. like the plans are. Everyone's kind of really settling in on to like the. They keep making the reference to the wise sailor. Uh, yeah. Please, as the storm gathers. It's like everyone on all different sides is really starting to see the uh, metaphorical storm start to uh, gather and
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that he uses that on her and then she uses that at the very end. A lot of those in this episode where they tease it at the beginning and then kind of reflect back on it at the near the end. So, so yeah. Do we think uh, Damon and his now deceased wife's daughter's egg is going to hatch? Uh, so she's holding it to the fire, singing to it, and then even the mom says, you know, it may never hatch. Some of them never do. It's been seven years. Like, that's got to be tough. Another kid who hasn't had a dragon hatch yet, just like old yeah. buddy earlier in the episode. What do we uh, think? I'm going to say
2: no. Okay. For some reason, I'm just getting, it's, I'm being led towards no, it's not going to hatch.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah, I I thought it was interesting that there's that parallel. Like there's both these kids, right? They they don't have one. So I was kind of more inclined to like maybe that is going to come in in a different way. Like for the same reason they didn't have one or maybe they come together or there's a connection between those two not having one. So that's kind of where I thought. But...
2: That would be really cool. I think I'd like that more than my own theory. What's your theory? <laughs> oh, just that it just doesn't happen. Oh! Well. <laughs> <laughs> sounds way better than mine
0: yeah, yeah I kind of just now that I'm looking at it it's just interesting to show that you know all families can go through similar problems right like and if they would be a family and all hang out together maybe the kids could bond over that and be like oh you ain't got an egg too yours ain't hash and they could actually make the family stronger and I know uh, Cam and I were texting about this how like if really Allison had let it all go, as Rebecca had said, this they could have kept this house super strong. Like yeah. Allison's kids, two two or three boys plus a, a girl, uh, Rainier. Even if, if if Allison just let that shit happen with her and her and Old Strong, three boys there. Who knows if they would have had any more kids? They could have. I mean, that's like what eight to ten of them all together. They could have just built up. Let Rhaenyra have the throne and then they could have kind of like figured out a secession. She put the marriage plan out there. But no, Allison just wanted to fight. She just wanted to say it was so terrible. So it really is just sad that they had to go through all that when it could have been so much easier.
3: I think that Rhaenyra just wants to, she wants to keep the throne. She wants to keep the peace. She's like, let me rule. And then after that, if you want your family to like take over, they can do it. No one has to die. And she's like, no. I don't want that. She's yep. <laughs> <It's just> like throwing
2: <laughs> a huge fit. Yeah. I got a question for y'all. All right. Do you think that? So I'm not exactly sure how these succession rules work. So forgive me. But do we think that now that uh, so Damon married Elena? Yep. I'm assuming that at some point. Similar to, like, what happened with his other wife. Like, he was supposed to inherit, like, the veil. Or at least some portion of the veil. Yeah. We think any of that transfers kind of in the same way with, like, Driftmark and the Valerian fleet, which is, like, the, the shit. Like, it's like this is the fleet. Like, if you want to do anything in the ocean, like, you got to come to us. Like, I thought that might be, like, a, an interesting way to, like, get him, like, back into the fold. And he's like, all right, cool. I still got a dragon. I got two daughters now. Now, like, I'm, like, by marriage bonded to, like, the Valerians and their fleet. Like, they had, like, a cool pack earlier in, like, episode two. We're, like, all right, yeah, we're going to war together. But, like, now, like, we're a family now. And so, I'm just wondering if you guys think that maybe that comes
0: into play at some point. Absolutely. I don't think it would surprise me. Yeah, I
3: don't think it would surprise me yeah. that he was playing three steps ahead this entire time, uh, got some kids out of it, you know, he's very much tied on like his first wife or, you know, just kind of married her and then cheated on her and all this stuff, so it would not surprise me, but
0: I, I think that's going to be a very interesting, almost house divided scenario, because Koros has always been on the train of a man, right? And then his wife, Rainey's, has been on. She finally flipped over to Mandy. She said, I'm just, I'm tired of fighting about it. I just want to live. But yes, the daughters are there. And I think Rainier is going to obviously side with Damon's daughters. And I think Damon ultimately is going to do whatever, because I think Damon and her are going to get together and they're going to have some kids. But Damon's going to ultimately side with whatever Rainiera is all about. Right. And how that family's lines are drawn. I don't know. You know, does Corliss then flip sides and use his fleet? But does Damon also still have that power of, remember what I did 10 years ago? And kind of, I don't know. We could see that would be an interesting little conflict of interest. Uh, And how, who jumps? You know, does Corliss start one way? Then all of a sudden he's like, yo, I don't know about this. Let me jump this other side. Because we all know in battles it's going to go one way or the other back and forth. So, I don't know.
2: Second question. we think Damon knows how to do their hair, bruh? Like, come on.
0: Do <laughs> <laughs> we think Damon's, like, paying
3: attention to, like, someone's going to do their hair? Yeah. I don't know if he's going to do to.
0: I'm going to go no. I'm going to yeah, go no, but I'm sure that. he's going to find somebody to pay to do it.
3: That's what I guess. They all have their little chambermaid, servant people, I'm sure they're going to
2: take that over but it's
0: funny yeah <laughs> yeah first hand experience lots are kind of complicated guys <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah no I, I'll, I'll definitely go that he has no idea and he's that's why he besides bringing his wife's remains back to where she was born after she talked about how that's where she wants to be I think he's yeah. probably you know uh, here grandma here you go you know kind of. Pulled
2: it down.
0: yeah exactly absolutely <laughs> um so then we we die to dive into another scene of at the at the old table the council they still got those balls where i guess they you know show that they're there or whatever bringing up the stepstones again somebody's there who's going to take over so something's going to pop off there at some point but i cam did you catch the martell line uh, I
2: did, which is uh, super interesting, given that the, the Martells are the only uh, family that have ever resisted the target. I but I, was really dope.
0: I also took it as a nod to he, when Viserys says, "Anytime you trust a Martell, it never ends good." And what happened in GOT with O Martell? Mm-hmm. When you when you it put your he is, when you put your yeah when you put your hands into a Martell, it never ends up good or whatever it may be. I don't know the exact line. But I well, thought that was a nod to how in in Game of Thrones when when Tyrion put it all in a Martell's basket, and it didn't yeah. end up good for him. It so didn't end up well. yeah. yeah, I thought that that was just a cool little toss-in line to kind of connect both series, even though hundreds of years apart, you still tropes thing. tropes and uh, you know stereotypes still can be rev- relevant hundreds yeah. of years apart. Uh, it's a sweet
2: Easter egg. I like that one. Yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't catch that one at all. Okay. As soon as I <laughs> heard it, I was like, oh, that's a, that's a nice little toss over to him. But then, I mean, again, Allison is just super angry. We don't have enough money. And Viserys, again, is like, damn, we gotta hear this fucking family bickering while we're all sitting here cooling. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, then... Like,
2: no actual small council business
0: is getting done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing's getting or, done. And then, and then the old man who, like, Three three minutes later starts talking about the stepstones and they're like, nah, nah, man, we done moved on. Now you did I did notice the uh, the black maester has taken over. The man who suggested another treatment for Varus in last episode, but oh uh old buddy Kid Killer is not there anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: Still don't trust him. So I bet you he must have <laughs> he must have left with Otto. Nope. Yeah, I feel
2: like that was kind of Otto's name. Like, all right, if he's going, I'm going too. Like, yeah. I don't feel safe here without
0: Otto. Yeah, so maybe that's how Varys is still somewhat alive because he's trying some different techniques. Uh, Probably
3: like because they cut off his arm. They cut off the dead part of his body and he got a couple extra
0: years. <laughs> that's fair enough. That's fair, <laughs> that's enough. fair enough. But I, I love the the dad's reaction when Rhaenyra is like, tosses up a pretty good plan, like, secession plan. Like, hey, our kids can get married. And then when my dragon has some more eggs, I can give your son, who's been wanting a dragon egg, a new dragon egg. And he's just, like, so happy, like, huh, look at us getting shit done. Look. This is a great plan. <laughs> this a ind- Again, he doesn't enough. want any more drama, no smoke. This sounds like a great plan. Like, he's just so happy, like, huh, the old grandpa in the corner, like, oh, you guys are working it out. Though he doesn't know any of the behind-the-scenes stuff that's going on, but just fantastic.
3: Yeah. <laughs> He just pray, he's just praying it that it works, and yep. Allison's like, you know, <laughs> not yep. happening.
2: Yeah. And to be fair, for what it's worth, it's actually not even that bad of a play. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not bad at all. And I love the, the hand of the king just sitting there staring off like, damn, I really got to get out of here because they're going to find out that my kids is the baby daddy and they're going to kill my ass. And he's like, I hope this plan works. But he's like, I know good and well Allison's ass ain't this plan ain't going to fucking work because she hates Rainier's guts. Fuck. All right. And then her, and then she, her boobs start leaking milk and it kind of just, it, it sucks because she had such a powerful moment. And I don't even think the dad realized, you know, she had some leakage there. But everybody else in the room did and it kind of just, kind yeah,
2: of pulls of her back down like oh it you're just the wind out of her head, yes <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: sure did. And that's exactly what it did it just kind of took all the luster and grazes like oh no you got other things to worry about why are you worrying about secession plans when you you know you can't even keep your, your tits from milking per se yeah. not to miss words there or whatever but
2: <laughs> also even... did we notice uh old Lannister homeboy is on the uh, council
0: he is he is yeah he got the... remember... cause Corliss left
2: Oh yeah, of course, yeah. So then he we were took, talking a couple episodes back about how we we're wondering how they end up coming into the fold. Like is this the the way that they end up coming in, Corvus cities or boy joins the council, and now the Lannisters
0: so are
2: kind of like yeah, an established house amongst and the you, other like you, high level
0: house. And you see the Starks stay far away because when them motherfuckers get up there, they all die. So yeah, when they come south, you know, they what <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> all <laughs> end up yeah. dying. They need to stay down there in that snow, boy. But um. Yeah, and then, I mean, Allison's line to me when she says, over my cold dead body of this plan, even though he's like, yo, that's a pretty good plan. Why not? Let's just end all the drama. To me, just shows how far she's willing to go to just blow this whole thing up and not listen to anything Rainier says, even when it is a good plan. Yeah. So, and then it gets uh, to my my favorite, one of my favorite scenes just in, just back and forth is when, oh, oh the hand strong is just like, Hey, I gotta get out of here, man! Like someone's got it. Like, please kick my son out of here. And the king's like, "Why you can't leave? What's wrong? It's Just because he beat old buddy up and he got kicked out? Why does he need to get leave?" And and he's like, "Oh no, but you really need to leave." And Allison's like, "No, you need to tell us in plain English because he's beating around the bush again. No one ever says anything straightforward because they don't know who's listening. But just a fantastic overall. She she's trying to pull it out of him. And he's like, I'm not falling into your traps. I'm not an idiot."
2: You, know, I'm not dying for
0: this shit. I don't agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not
2: dying because my son wanted to sleep with your daughter.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, I know. And then he's like, no, by the end of it, you get to stay here. And he's like, all right, well, at least, you know, get let me go back. Take my son. He's going to be the heir of Hall, And Cam, I got to say, now I think I know why no one ever really rebuilt Hall because motherfuckers just end up dying in that bitch over and over and you over dog. again. <laughs>
2: No, it don't matter what you do. If like, you
0: could just be chilling there, no matter what, you going find a way to die. Yeah, <laughs> and interesting. Like Allison starts playing the game; she doesn't realize how serious the game can be. She goes and talks to the brother and has just no realness of like the brother is about to like kill his pops and his own brother for you and. She just, again, I think she just thinks it's all... She It's like she thinks she wants something, but she doesn't necessarily know what it takes to get it done until at the very end when the brother shows her like, "No, nah, this is what's going to take. Now you owe, oh, and I, I got a big IOU coming my way.
3: Yeah, See, I thought that was... Go ahead. No, I, said, I don't agree. I think that she's playing that card, but this is a very serious matter. Even complaining about it, even like incompetence whatever with this person who you know has the information, he's the one that came to you officially the first time to let you know that things weren't right, like, he's the shady person. And so for her to even bring up such a serious thing, like, what did she think was going to happen?
0: Like, at that's some I, point... That's where I don't think, yeah, that's where I don't think she really thought it through, and maybe it was that first time, actually, her, cons, her actions or speaking actions actually came out to real death actions, per se, and, yeah, I just thought that whole scene, too, when she's talking with him about, like, you know, the the hand can't be partial because her his grandsons are here. But I need my dad here because my dad will at least be on my side because even the strong brother's like, oh, uh, yeah, but you know your dad won't be partial because he'll be on your side. And she's like, yeah, but I don't care. This is what I want. Yeah. So very spoiled, I guess not necessarily spoiled, but just get my way kind of style Ooh. with it. But... I don't think she thought they were both going to die or maybe they were going to come up with another way. I don't know. I took it as she was kind of surprised that, oh, shit, it popped off that quick.
2: Or maybe she just kind of, like, the weight of it always, like, actually hit her in that moment. Like, oh, like, yeah, I kind of wanted this. Like, this is, like, you know, kind of convenient. But, oh, shit, like, you really went out there and just, like,
0: Killed your family off the like, <laughs> strength of just me. need. <laughs> yeah. And let's not forget, now Now he actually inherits Heron Hall. So even though. Yeah, I don't. I, I, well, now he's just going <laughs> to. I think he's just going gonna to make it Thugger Island, man. He cut man's Whoa. tongues out. And if you saw at the end how they were sneaking in there, I think they're going to start running shot. And he's going to kind of be the puppet master of Hall but now he's got him a little castle where he can start doing experiments and figuring things out on himself. Because that was a wicked, you know, I'm going to have y'all do something, but I'm going to cut your tongues out so you can't tell who sent you. Yeah. But yeah. I am going to put a little, what, bee slash lightning bug pin on you just to let it know, like, hey, we're all together in one little uh, bug-related scenario here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I also thought, like, oh, go ahead, Cam. The, the, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking really it, but just, like, the beetle, like, just the, the insect, like, kind of like the way you think of insects or bugs, like, in the, uh, the negative connotation, like, I thought it was just very fitting for him as, like, a character.
0: Oh, absolutely. And mm-hmm. then, I think, Cam, have you seen the theory of, like, he's also, like, Bran, where he can warg into things? Did we talk about that?
2: Oh uh, no, nah, I haven't heard about that one. So nah, gonna say
0: what? There's a there's a thing out there where like you know how Bran could war into animals and see everything? Because it was like yeah. how did he know about the moon tea? How do he know about plan B plan B T, right? Yeah. Well, he had to have and all, and we're seeing all these rats. Did he is he warging into these rats and that's how he's what? getting all this information around the castle?
2: Hey, I'm, my, I'm no. my shit.
0: And then I over
1: there, you see when you always mention something like that. I hadn't caught on yet, but that that does seem to be something coming and, true with him and all those rats.
0: Yeah, I mean he even says it, you know, when when Allison comes in and is like and he's like, I don't have any news today, but you seem to have all the news after you just met with my father and the king. Like, my man's got stuff. He, I mean, and he, we know he doesn't he's got move. Got stuff
1: planted all over that castle.
0: Yeah, but he and he yeah. doesn't move fast because he's got the club foot. But there's some way he's yeah. getting all this information.
2: Yeah.
3: Which I is, is why kind of
2: sure like
3: in the red. Exactly, which is why I think that okay, maybe she didn't know, but she's naive to know. Like he clearly has his hand in so many things. Right? He is not above gossip. He he is not above doing these things. Maybe it took it a little bit too far in her eyes, but I don't know. I just feel like she was she wanted to be messy, and here it is, and she got it full. She can't take it back now. I don't. I just don't. It rubbed me the wrong way that she was just so shocked about everything that went down.
2: Question for you guys: What do you uh, what do you guys think the uh, favorite is gonna be? Any speculation there?
0: It's got to be to get somebody of his in power at some point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I agree. Or is it to get a dragon egg? Or is it? I mean,
1: he's got to get, get something out of it.
0: Plant something maybe, on somebody.
2: Uh, yeah. Position. Maybe he follows up like uh, his uh, father's position, and she's supposed to be like the maybe the conduit to it. Like, oh, like I nominate such and such.
0: Well, but he, uh, but at the end, he says, shouldn't you send the Raven to your father? So I don't think he wants the hand of the king's position uh-uh. because he tells her now, maybe after or something, but he tells, you know, and Otto seems to come back because who else is Becerra going to get? He's only had two hands, right? And one's now yeah. dead, and the other one's back at Old Town. So I don't know I don't know if it's necessarily the hand or it's just gonna be a position of power outside of that, you know I don't know create a new position, create something else um I'm not sure I don't know what the favor is, but I think it's gonna be something that's could be
1: beneficial to him
0: well, absolutely, but just deadly down yeah. the line, yeah, I just
2: thought it was
0: interesting
2: that they like yo i'm gonna need a favor for doing this and like again she pretends to be all shocked about it but i don't know my mom was just kind of speculating on what that favor might be because there's just so many different ways that you could go with asking for said favor that i don't even know where to start really
0: so what do you think then
2: um i kind of thought it would be to get himself uh I guess, a more prominent position because he's kind of similar to, like, Littlefinger. He's always been, like, looked down upon. And so, uh, you know, given his uh, illness, and so I just kind of assumed that he would maybe try to use, you know, the death of his family plus his new inheritance plus his favor that the Queen owes him to kind of get, like, a legitimate spot where he can kind of make some decisions and really put his own hand into the form, no pun intended.
0: My, my, now that I think about it, I think it's going to be something where he gets to run some kind of side piece at Heron Hall. When I just watched the scene again where the guy's getting his tongue uh, cut off, he kind of seems a little perked about it. Like, he kind of scratches his his chin, like he's kind of excited by the torture element of this and having control over these guys. That then we're like, he took people who were basically going to die anyway now gave him a purpose. He knows they're ruthless. He knows they're criminals, yeah. so they're going to do whatever to get out of that cell. And they're also going to let me cut their tongues out. You know, I think it's going to be a, hey, let me run this side venture over here where I can do some experiments and maybe create some yeah. kind of rogue army type, not army, but like a bandits type scenario. And you just turn a blind eye as I'm robbing some people yeah. over here. The I, is like not saying anything. Yes. Yep.
3: Yeah, yes. I think My interpretation of that is he likes to be in control but not directly because if things go wrong, if things go astray, technically you can't blame him. Mm -hmm. So I think whatever favor, he likes to have cons, he likes to manipulate people. So in whatever capacity that he can get more people under his wing and still call the shots without him being the face of the operation is more... of.
0: Yeah, and I also think he's obviously been thinking about this shit for a while, like thinking of what his moves would be, because just to be like, all right, you asked me to do something, let me go get some criminals, cut their tongues out, and send them over here, let me tell you exactly how to get in the Heron Hall so you can lock it up, burn it down, and kill my pops and my brother, so like, my man has thought this stuff out, which he's had a lot of time to think about these things, because he's not an active guy, he's got the club foot, but... He obviously is think – he's got ten steps in motion that he wants, but he knows, okay, if I go this way, I can do this. But first, got to help the queen out. She's got the most power because she's the only one listening to me right now. Yeah. I, but I think that favors, like you said. And then, again, the guys get caught. If something goes wrong, their tongues are cut out. They can't say anything. He is in power, but not really because he can be like, I don't know who said him. They can't say nothing. So he can just deny, yep. deny, deny. So. Yeah. yeah until someone puts together that they've got those little beetle bug pins on, and it's in his, uh, cane as well, but, again. And then we see the final...
2: Oh, I
0: as a character, though. Yeah, oh, he's a, definitely, he's a great villain. Great villain. We've got our big-time, behind-the-scenes villain now, finally revealed here. <laughs> and we finally then see the final time we see Harwin Strong saying goodbye to all his kids. Another promise, I gotta tell you, you guys, stop making promises here in Westeros, Every time you promise somebody something, you end up dead. So, <laughs> promises, hair and Hall, and uh, Maesters
2: can't yeah.
0: trust anything. Or a wedding. Just know something's gonna pop off at or a wedding. A wedding. Yeah. yeah. Or don't don't do a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or um, a window. And I and, hey and I <laughs> again I'm a big person I'm big on you know just be bluntness and straight out for it. Her oldest son just finally being like, "Yo, is that my pops? Am I a bastard?" And she looks at <laughs> <out> of- him. <laughs> She looks at him like, "Yo, not so loud! Like, let's step. Yeah. Like, just calm down." <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't well, deny I, it.
3: I thought that whole scene was interesting because, like you said, the promises and just the way they were interacting. I literally turned to us and I was like, "Did the kids know? Like, do they know that that like the vibe was just so obvious?" And then for the kid to turn around, you know, and be like, "Wait!" Like, and put it together. Like, "Oh no! Like, that's a big deal." And so, um. I also don't think that's what she didn't think about, right? Like you mentioned earlier, when kids are little, you don't really notice their features, but you know, when they're little, they just kind of go along with, "Oh, here's all these people in the castle." But as they get yeah. older, picking up on these cues, like, "Wait, why is he treating more, me more like a dad than my mm-hmm. actual dad? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. why do I look like him more than I look like my dad?" And so I don't know that. <laughs> why, she really that, like that. Yeah,
0: why? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but I think that's yeah the same thing like and then of course I think the fighting in the yard probably put it over the top where Kristen Cole said it out loud he's old that other the oldest kid's old enough to realize oh shit like why would you react like that and I'm sure him hanging around you know he's heard whispers or jokes be it in whatever schooling they do or whatever Whoa. someone said something and finally he just you know luckily he said it in the comforts of his own home next to his own mother and not, like, in front of, like, everybody kind of thing, you know, that like, kids can do that sometimes, put you on blast without even knowing they put you on blast. Um, but I just like that he finally, like, again, if people would just talk and communicate more, we could figure a lot of these things out, and he did yeah. that. And that's where, you know, we kind of got to that, you know, and, and all that. So The main dude can't
2: hold it down. The side dude can't hold it down. Why yeah. do we expect the kids to hold it?
3: <laughs> and that's what I think, too, if we're talking about this generational stuff, like, now that he knows, or he's gonna know, like, now that puts pressure on him, like, now I have to keep the secret, or everyone that I yeah. love dies, and so that's gonna fuel the drama, and so, like, both of these sets of kids are holding on to their parents' frustrations, or their secrets or their pressures, that's just, that's just fueling this big old fire that's about to
0: happen. And then, you know, the effect of them finding out once their pops is dead, like, oh shit, like, my pops died potentially because of me, right? Like, they're not going to know Ooh. why he died. They're going to think it was because kids always think it was their fault that everything went wrong in their parents' relationship or whatever it may be when it, it wasn't necessarily them. So, yeah, I think that's a great point, like, how is that going to affect them going forward? And I'm sure that's gonna be a they're gonna get called bastards a lot more by everybody else and say you don't deserve anything, this, that, and the third. But I do I do think I've loved the memes where they said Damon next episode and it's that shirt. It's like he's not the real father, or he's not the father, but he's the father <laughs> that stepped up. Like that shit. Yeah. I mean, I think that's gonna be fantastic seeing him, because I think regardless, one, that was his his buddy, he kind of trained up a little bit. And makes the joke about did anybody, you know, earlier when she says when, when his uh, wife says uh Laenor sent a a note saying that they had another son, he's like, Well, did it look like anything like the Kingsguard or whatever it was? Or the, you know. And so obviously he respected the guy and was cool with him banging his his niece or whatever and having kids, but just overall he's gonna accept them because it is Rainier's kids, and hey, now my man's they're gonna find out he's he's dead, but let's take it all in. And again, your family's stronger if y'all stick together and instead of dividing everything, go ahead and let it go, so. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So, final scene, we get Rhaenyra's whole group showing up to Dragonstone and that ring that Ovisaris has, that's the ring she had on, right? Or is that his wife's old ring that he's kissing?
2: Uh, I'm right I'm not sure
0: yeah, I, th- I
3: definitely right didn't
0: notice. So. At the very end, there's a rat running over the fireplace. He looks up at the rat and kind of stares at it and has a thought, pondering, like, "Damn, why is that rat in here?" But he's got another Ooh. ring on his finger, and I thought it was the ring that Rainier would wear, as like you wear if you're the heir to the Iron Throne.
2: Gotcha. Um, I'm not sure. I have to actually look in the bed. Okay. I take yeah. the word for it, though. Okay. Yeah. I mean,
0: I saw. I saw <laughs> it have
1: two rings on. I just didn't. I don't know. What it what it, where it came from or whatnot. I couldn't I
0: couldn't remember if it was you know his oh his wife emma's ring when she died he got or if it was Rhaenyra saying hey I'm going to go live at Dragonstone here's this you know kind of thing or if it was just another yeah. family heirloom he was just sad that Rhaenyra was leaving or something like that so and all tied yeah, together
2: clutch on this
0: yeah with old creepy man talking about how kid what are kids but nothing but a uh weakness, you know, as we yeah, flash yeah. to all the kids, you know, and then him sitting there and calling his IOU to Allison as she's in complete shock that oh shit, this motherfucker means business. He went out and, and like murder murdered his dad and his brother.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> Alright,
0: Jeeves, what you got? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> So any I have a question, go I ahead guess. one
2: last one yeah go <laughs> for it uh so so far the series has jumped a total of um what fifteen years ish
0: I think so yeah
2: yeah um and we're about you know, this is episode this is episode six right yep yes so we got like a kind of like a soft reset kind of like a pilot two not a lot of action but like the resetting. Uh, storylines and such and i i think i read somewhere that there is another time jump
0: yeah i think episode uh,
2: eight so i know at least on uh, whenever i'm here to review i kind of ask this question at the end uh does everyone how does everyone feel about the consistent time jumping
0: uh so far actually been pretty cool with it. I mean, I'm a big I want to know kind of everything and how something leads to another. Like I would have, as we talked about earlier, I would have loved Lena. Just know how she got to bond with Vagar, her dragon. But I understand why they chose not to leave it in there, you know what I mean? Like, we're focused on this one kind of storyline and bloodline. But I've been, again, my big thing was knowing these new actresses and how they were going to bond and mesh with everything. To me, it didn't miss a beat. Like, it felt like that was an older version of the younger actress that was there. So I'm cool with it. I mean, would I have loved to know kind of the intricate doubts of why she chose Sir Harlan Strong, which I guess that's what the book's for, but why she chose him to be the father of her three children. Why didn't she try to hide it a little bit easier? You know, like you said in this one, why didn't she try to find a black guy or Valerian that looks similar enough to at least kind of hide it a little bit easier, but... You know, so, but no, I, I've been cool with it. What about you? Uh, I've been
2: pretty cool with it. I'm just interested to see, uh, just from like a series standpoint, um, you know, a lot of, t- essentially we might end up with like 20 plus years jumped in season one. Yeah. So I'm kind of interested in seeing what is the, or knowing what the end point of the Uh, series itself is not to jump too far ahead, but just just kind of interested in seeing like where it ends, uh, just because of how many you know huge jumps are being made,
0: yeah. Um, And I think that's where we get to, you know, hearing a couple people talk about it once we get to a certain age of all the kids, is that's where we're really going to get that dance with dragons, the story of this fighting of the kids fighting over the throne is really we're going to dive in. And to your point, I am interested, too. I was just, Jerry and I were looking at that Targaryen family tree and how far do you go? You know, we've talked about yeah. it earlier. Do they take it all the way up? And with these time jumps at some point, six seasons and jumping up to Robert's Rebellion at some point, you know, the, the full fall of the Targaryen dynasty kind of thing. Yeah. And I'd be cool with that because they've done it in a way where it hasn't felt like you've missed too much, but you're still yeah. getting enough information. Yeah. I'm I'm cool I'm cool
1: with the time jumps. Um, I mean you gotta you gotta move forward and introduce other new characters and introduce everybody and like the the Viserys dude he's gonna die we all know that and like Jake says I think that's when it really when everything really pops off is when whoever's next to the throne and if it's the kids or whatever that's when it's really gonna start becoming the House of Dragons because you'll see more and more of them.
3: Kind of getting their action going,
1: yeah.
3: Yeah. I'd say for me, just, I'm always gonna have this outside perspective. Like, I don't mind it, but it's a little bit harder for me to keep up with everybody just because I don't have the backgrounds knowledge that you all have so it is a little bit confusing to be like oh this person was from this or this is what they did before or they're at the table now and they weren't look. so that's kind of hard for me to kind of decipher but it doesn't mess necessarily with the storyline it's just I'm having to ask more questions <laughs> uh, you know for part
0: but I mean there's some, some part of me wishes we would get to know some of these characters more but I'm also I think you know, if we would have taken these 15 years and split it into four seasons, I don't know if it would have been as good, right? Like, Yeah, that's true. Some stuff has happened, but nothing to me that that we missed would have been, you know, I think the major stuff, as we've said, is coming up with these kids fighting over the throne, and, and, and Rhaenyra, and Allison and then the kids on top of that, and the dragon battles, and back and forth, and the different... Con you know conniving and and all that kind of stuff backstabbing is going to go. That seems to be where it's really rampant. You know it's going to this dance with dragons that you know uh what's her name was reading about to her to Stannis or whatever Baratheon. What's her name again, Cam? Mm-hmm. Uh, Princess Shireen. Shireen, yeah. R.I.P. Shireen. But right. you know. Yeah, I think the only
2: thing that I would have liked to see more of. I thought they did a really good job of, like, building up the feeder to being, like, a... And then that didn't last long. But yeah. other than that, uh, yeah, completely on board with the time.
0: Yeah. I think we're going to have... I think the, the dark, deeper villains and what really made Game of Thrones Game of Thrones is coming. I mean, my man Clubfoot done killed his pops and his brother. I mean, that's on levels of... Uh, Buddy at the River House pulling the red wedding off, you know, and then yeah. finally getting vengeance from Arya and all that kind of stuff. I think that's where we're really we're going to see these families fucking each other over so, with some fucked up ways, and then be cheering for mass murder like it's the saving grace because that's just what Game of Thrones makes you do. Like you yeah. just you just yeah. cheer for people getting back vengeance by killing somebody else. It's just a weird mind fuck. Yeah, no one
2: comes out clean.
0: No, nobody, no. And that's. I think that's the greatness of the show. There's so many great characters and there's so many, even though someone's doing something good, they're still killing somebody and killing somebody is bad. So, But it's all in the realm of this whole, you know, this world that we love and enjoy and just, you know, suspend your disbelief and go off to a different realm per se and just have a little fun. I think it's also good writing in the
3: sense that they're picking these, big monumental scenes they're writing it well and they're giving just enough information to make the time jumps like seem seamless yeah.
2: so I yeah. think that
3: that is yeah. is good on their part since they have such a set amount of time like this is however many years before the Game of Thrones like they have to really be particular in which big scenes do we highlight and how can we mesh them together and I think that they're doing a good job of at least doing that so.
0: yeah <clears throat> They wanted to make sure after the debacle of that final season they got this thing right and so far I think it's they've they've got it right and they've done some things differently and the time jump's definitely a big one. But so far I've like said I've been enthralled with it. I have come across some people in my workforce that are very party poopers, but they're just overall party poopers where they say, Well, this is just it's just been kinda of slow and boring and it's setting everything up for everything else and I just Try to ignore all that noise and just try to enjoy it because, again, we it was taken away from us for so long and ended so badly that it's good to be back. And it's good to be back with good television as well. It's not just back yeah. to throw something up and it's all fan service. So, And I will say it's that much sweeter watching House of Dragon when your team wins on Sunday than it oh, is yeah. when your team loses. When your team oh, loses, yeah. it's good to have House of Dragons, but it's just so much sweeter when your team wins. I team
2: lost on Thursday, so uh, I don't know
0: where I stand. In <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you had a couple days to get over it. Then your team didn't lose on that Sunday, so. Well, but I think all think right. the do we uh, any uh, final any predictions of who may die next episode?
2: It's
0: over for the I don't. I'll you say it. So? I don't think
1: any. I'll say it. I don't think anybody dies. Okay. Because they just had the two. They just had three deaths. This past episode, which was kind of a slow episode because they were introducing so many new characters and so many new storylines, that I don't. I don't necessarily think anybody dies. You're okay. right. Man,
2: those are like
3: three key deaths. You're right,
2: really.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think we need to build up some storylines of these kids and kind of what their role is before we can kill. Because I'm trying to think who else would be. Like, that would make sense as far as what's going on. So, we
0: need to build up. Cam's lay Uh, would be a good one. I mean, not a good one, but a good guess. He's going to be hurt. His sister's dead. Um, I also, you know, are they gonna kind of think Damon had something to do with it after his previous wife died mysteriously? Whoa. You know, that's oh, also yeah, something man. to be thought into. Off of Cam's question earlier, I meant to bring up, but it slipped my mind. Like, how are they gonna take that? Are they gonna believe Damon and be like, yeah, he, you know, she, she wanted the dragon to burn her? They're gonna be like, well, what the fuck? Are we sure we believe this guy? So yeah. i wish to see how that's perceived, and then. I'm with you. I don't know. Lenor could come out of nowhere if he's like you know gets drunk and kind of says something and something happens. But I can see G's where it keeps it keeps it a little cool and then that
1: keeps a little mellow because Rhaenyra she's moving to Stepstone.
0: I don't know if it's too mellow though. It ain't too too mellow. I think there's gonna be a little bit of drama with Allison and Rhaenyra. Some accusations. Well, yeah, may start I mean crying.
1: it'll be drama, but I don't think it'll be because I
0: think I think it's gonna get back to Rainier that her baby daddy's dead. Right. So. True. That's going to cause some stuff as well. Yeah. All right. Well, we had a good strong hour and a half chopping it up, so that's always a good time. You know, it's good to get these out, but I appreciate Anybody got any final thoughts? I'm good. I'm good. All right. The only thing cool. I got is uh, our, our fantasy pick em league. Tyler Kakeli first, Steve Quarter second, Tyler Fraser third, all favorites fourth, Caleb Smith fifth, Jacob is sixth, Josh Hurley seventh, Travis Gore eighth, Chris Mike and ninth, Crash tenth. I'm nineteenth. Jeeves, you're twenty third. Cam, you're thirtieth. Yeah, bro. This week, uh, this week was not pretty for the boy. Uh, Rebecca, I don't think you joined this year, but Cheeks did, and he's fifteenth. So that was Cheeks. who I had written yep, out. up. Yeah. What? So.
1: That's surprising because he normally skips like two weeks in a row.
0: It's still early, Jeeves. It's still early. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. Sure <laughs> I'm sure he'll miss a couple come up. This is it's yeah, a yeah. battle of attrition <laughs> making it all the way to the Super Bowl. So we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, other than that, I've got nothing. I appreciate y'all stopping by for our uh, 300th episode again. Kind of wild. We're already here. Jeeves said it earlier. You can't believe that we're already at 300. Just... That we'd still be doing it, but we started the podcast breaking down Game of Thrones episodes. So, not saying we're ending it at the end of the Game of Thrones, but we're going to keep just having fun till I guess we can't have any more fun. So, yep. appreciate it. Congratulations and we'll,
2: again.
0: Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. And we'll leave it. Who wants to? Who wants to finish it out? Cam or Rebecca? What you do it. You got it. You do it.
3: You got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> I think Rebecca finished it out last week,
0: didn't she? I did. Oh, alright, alright, go ahead, Cam. Jeeves just talked all over your last one. <laughs> <laughs>